What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at Sean SNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you guys. What the fuck is up, y'all? Back at it again. Demonetizing right off the bat. I don't care about the money. I do this for the love of podcasting. And again, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network, $25 tier. That's right where we want you. And uh, yeah, welcome to Reddit on Wiki. My name is Sean, hosting again. You know the vibes. I got my hosts, Josh and John, with me. And uh, I'm going to try and be consistent for once. I'm going to do Josh's format from the last episode, where we do (laughs) some Reddit shit, and then we take a break, and we do some Wikipedia shit, and then uh, uh, that's it. I love how you started the episode with, I don't give a fuck about money, and then proceed to introduce the Patreon before you introduce your (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts. That's the bit, guys. That's the comedy. That's what's funny. And then y'all didn't laugh at it. And I was like, was that not funny? Was that not obvious enough? And we are going to get demonetized. You saying, what the fuck is up within three seconds of the intro? Yeah, you know the vibes. Joke's on you, YouTube. We're not monetized yet. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got that Canada social media. <laughs> no, YouTube, we just need certain amount of views yeah four like four thousand watch hours something like that four thousand watch hours i think yeah we're getting close and then like a thousand subscribers so if you do have a youtube account and you listen on spotify or or apple Podcasts, you know just subscribe uh, on youtube just to get us to that number and just play it (laughs) on the background even though you don't listen to what the hell we're saying just play it on the background we'll take it sure you could do that i'll take anything (laughs) sean just wants the money he wants to be monetized I want to shout out my YouTube fans as a, you were talking about YouTube and I was like, oh, this would be a good way to promote that. Yeah, I can read a couple out if you want. I want the specific ones about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one. So narcissistic. uh, (laughs) Hey, Josh, speaking of YouTube, John is going to edit this smoothly. He'll cut all that shit out. No, no problem. Okay. Speaking of YouTube, we are watching the comments and listening to the comments. I think two or three episodes ago, I forget, we talked about how somebody said they loved me, but then it was on a video where I'm not in. So (laughs) we came up with a theory that they think Josh is me. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to find that specific one. On the one with Dustin, I believe it was, the Am I the Asshole with Dustin, we got a comment from someone that said, I love Sean with two hearts. There's two different accounts that said this, actually. So oh. uh, so someone did say, I love Sean. And then on uh, the episode where we mentioned it, they went back and they said, uh, this is Little Pumpkin on YouTube. And they said, yeah, shout out Little Pumpkin. I just listened to this episode on Spotify and came here to say that I actually really love Sean. And no, I did not mistake him for anyone else. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> I, especially because we were joking, like, I'm pretty sure they think Dustin is me. And like, they're like, wow, Sean is so fucking smart and insightful. 
No, they just like the dumbass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was, so there was another comment here from someone named Nicole. They said, I literally just found you guys on TikTok and came to check out the stories in detail. I'm seriously impressed by how Sean is so thoughtful of women and just situations overall. Like, can you teach men, give a TED talk and convert assholes, please? <laughs> was he in that video? Uh, I don't, was I in that video? <laughs> no, that was also no. the Dustin video. <laughs> wow. I think at least one person is for sure that it, they like me. The other one is, could also be confused. I like I, this bit though. Everyone go to the Dustin episode and just comment you love Sean. That's, <laughs> that should be the new bit. If you ever want to express your love for Sean, go to a video where he is not in and comment that. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I just wanted to say, because when I saw that one, specifically i was like i can't take full credit for like my <laughs> empathy i guess like i was i was raised by my i mean both parents of course but my mom amazing yeah. mom uh, my two siblings are both really amazing women i'm married to an amazing woman who's also like has a master's degree in she social work and public health and like teaches me about you know I, i've learned a lot throughout the year so it's not like I can't take credit for that. So that that's the one I wanted you to read initially. But the other one, a little nice ego boost. I don't mind you reading the ones. Uh... The other two, there's two that said they love you. So all of them not on an episode that you're on, though, which yeah, is hilarious. I'm still, only, only one person for sure likes me. The other two could think that Dustin is me. Yes. And I hope that is the case. I also so hope that is the case. Dustin is awesome. Yeah, he's, he's very considerate. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think Sean has great takes all the time. So um, I support those comments. Sean could give a TED talk. It would be real short. I, I, <laughs> you, you see, you, Wikimaniacs, y'all see how I struggle on these intros. Yeah, could you imagine what doing that in front of a whole crowd of people? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up, TED Talk? Oh, oh shit, I can't swear here. Shit, sweat, I just did it again. Fuck. Sweating uh, profusely. You could subscribe to my my Patreon. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought up the YouTube comments. That was great. Yeah. So shout out to all you guys who think I'm Dustin and the the one little pumpkin. We're vibing. I feel you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and before we get into the Am I the Assholes? Oh, Wikimaniacs. I think I already said the, the format, but yeah. Right after this, we're going to get in the Am I the Asshole part and then take a break and then get into Wiki. But before we do that, real quick, we have to mention it. The elephant in the room. John and I met in person. Yes. Oh, yes. First time. We did. If you think Sean is handsome now, you should have seen his ass in person. This man will make oh, Chris Hemsworth oh, shake in the mere presence <laughs> of this godly man named Sean Salvino. So it's not just the lighting that's good. No, it's not just the lighting, my guy. Hey. That was a compliment. It sounded backhanded, but it was not. It was not <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Josh. I, got I was you. being genuine, hey. and it, I, I realized it didn't come across. <laughs> we're, we're, we're three handsome men over here, and we're not, a, we're not afraid to say it to each other's face. That we're, John is not... I'm just used to Chris and Ryan, my, my boys. They're, they're rocking the 5'2", five 5'1", five height. <laughs> so when John came walking in at 5'5", five five, I was like, this man is a giant. I was going to say, he was not the shortest person in the picture you guys took. <laughs> no. It was just the angle of just the wild. picture, okay? It was the angle. <laughs> what surprised you the most when you guys met each other, about each other? I feel like I've known Sean forever. John walked out the door and then Chris was like, why does it feel like John's like been the homie for like for a long time? Like that just felt like, you know, just chilling with some guy that we've already known. Yeah, that's awesome. Just fucking ate pizza, watch wrestling. That sounds like a fucking perfect night to me. If I had to guess, that would be almost exactly what I would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. With that being said, I think it's time we get into our Am I the Assholes? Nice. I know last episode, Josh said this is 
supposed to not be Am I the Assholes, but... I, I didn't say specifically Monday would never be Am I the Asshole. I just said we're keeping Am I the Asshole Fridays. specifically to Friday as well. Like, Oh, uh, okay. Mondays, oh. you know, we can do whatever we want on Monday. I didn't break the rules. We we make up our own rules as we go, so... <laughs> we just changed this, like, today. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Look at today. When you told me the format, I was like, okay, this is fun. I found these Am I the Assholes by just searching in Am I the Asshole for a word that's about my topic. God, I so, hope you did not choose the one that we did for a Friday episode already. That would be so funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I hope not. I doubt it. These, I think these are old. Okay, okay. Then probably not. But um, whenever we come back from break, you guys can take a guess as to what the topic will be. Since it's sort of, it's connected, but I wouldn't think too hard. It's okay. more like, you know, now that you know my format, I just search the word. So think of a word that's in both of these, and then that's the topic. Asshole. Oh. <laughs> You got it. Fuck. <laughs> Today in wiki history, <laughs> the asshole was learned to be the male G spot. <laughs> All right, guys. So the first, am I the asshole? Are we ready? From 19 days ago. Oh, not that old, actually. Oh, shit. Feels weird saying, am I the asshole and not hearing Josh say it. I know. But uh, I was going to say, go. whenever I scroll through our TikTok, it's just like, am I, am I, am I the asshole? Am I, am I? <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Hey, shout out. Uh, shout out. Shout out one of our day ones. Yeah, gra- shout yeah. out to Gratchy for requesting a full-on <laughs> compilation of Super Josh cut. saying, am I the asshole? Am I the <laughs> Everyone would hate that, and so would I. So, <laughs> unless Sean and or John does it, it's not going to Unless happen. one of our fans do it. You know, unless one of the Wikimaniacs oh, do it themselves. By all means, please. Wikimaniacs are funny people. They're that's hilarious. True, they are. Man, we are 14 minutes in and we haven't started. I'm getting to it now. It's starting now. Am I the asshole for giving my stepsister blunt medical advice after she asked for it. This is not where I thought we were going when you said stepsister. I was like, oh no, it's a smut episode again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm so thankful that we found something that isn't smut, that's successful. What are you oh, doing, man, step, That was bro? really racking on my brain. <laughs> um, doesn't sound like an asshole yet. Depends right, on what the go. medical advice is. or yeah, we'll I mean, see. you can just give people medical advice. They don't have to listen to you. True. All right, here we go. I'm in medical school right now. And what's kind of adorable to me in a certain way is no matter what the medical issue is, my family will always reach out and want my quote unquote expert opinion. I feel that. I have a sister that's a nurse and I, I always do that shit. I was going to say like, I, I am like a website designer developer. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter the tech issue. Can you help me with this? It's like, I'm fucking no, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how to work a TV. <laughs> The And it said, uh, expert opinion, even if, if it's something like, quote, I have a sore throat, what do you think that could be? So a few weekends ago, my stepsister, who is 17, was hanging out at my apartment and she was telling me once again about how she was getting lectured at home about her weight, specifically how mad our parents are that she's having issues just getting into her school's uniform every day. She's come to the conclusion on her own that they're just antagonizers looking to rile her up. She asked me for my, quote, expert medical opinion on Oh, her. no. <laughs> I see where this is going. I took it very seriously. Asked her how much she weighed, and she told me, and I had to give her an honest answer that at this point, she is obese. No. She's 60 pounds heavier than our six-foot-two-inch father, and I don't know if she's been able to lie to herself, but... She seemed very shocked. I told her, first and foremost, that I loved her, but that I also know how little she exercises as well as how much of her diet is junk food. I wasn't trying to berate her or scare her, but I told her 
that if she kept up with this lifestyle, her 20s would be very unpleasant. She accused me of being an antagonizer and told me I was being rude and bossy, but I told her I wasn't being bossy. I just wanted to warn her that if she keeps eating and eating, it'll come a day where climbing the stairs will feel like Mount Everest. Am I the asshole? Yeah, for that last comment, for sure. (laughs) Man, I, I think so. I think you're the asshole. I feel you tried to come at it from a nice place, but I also feel your sister was just looking for someone to vent to, and she felt like you were a safe place where she could go to talk about these issues with. I think you just got to be like an ear to listen to, you know what I mean? And I feel this is probably good advice for a lot of guys in relationships. Girls don't always want a solution. They just want someone to vent to in a healthy, safe space. And if you're that person, you just got to sometimes just listen and be supportive of that person. Can I ask a quick question? Go for it. Did the sister who asked the sister, the, the nurse sister, did she ask in a way where it was like medical advice type of situation? Like, is she coming from like a medical advice standpoint or did the sister was just like, hey, I'm a medical professional. I'm just going to give it to you like a medical professional. She said she asked me for my quote expert medical opinion on her. OK. All right. So I'm going to go completely opposite of what Josh said and say she's not the asshole because of that point. If the sister did, in fact, go to a medical professional. They would tell her the same exact thing that, hey, you might yeah, need but to it's change different your diet, then, right? Yeah. But the premise is she's asking her for her, quote unquote, medical advice or professional advice. So I, I guess the whole yeah. I get the whole like being a sister listening thing. But the profession now comes into play like, hey, I'm approaching you in a, a medical opinion type of situation, not necessarily a sister way to do it. And in this, the whole story, the way she's saying it, that she still loves her and she cares for her health. But she came at it in an approach where it's like, you kind of wanted my medical advice. I'm going to give you a medical advice that a doctor would give you otherwise. Yeah, I think you're still the asshole, though. Like hearing it come from your sister or brother. I'm not sure. Is it a brother or sister? Uh, sister. They didn't say. They didn't no. say. OK, coming from your sibling, it's a different take than it's, if it's coming from a doctor, just because there is that underlying emotional connection between the two people. And so I think you should have just said, hey, I'm not qualified or kind of just sidestep the question and then just supported them. And then say, if you really do want professional medical support, I'd go see a doctor. Recommend them to something, someone else so that you're not put in a situation where you're coming across as the asshole. But is the sister qualified, yeah, I, though? Is that the, that's the question, too. Well, she's in school, so probably she's not in med either. school. Yeah. Med yeah. School? <laughs> oh. Well, then maybe in like that you're not case, qua- you're not qualified yet, right? I'm kind of like right in between y'all. I I see both of y'all's points and I agree with both. That's why it's kind of like difficult. And I was surprised in the comments. They're all like, not the asshole, not the asshole, like all of them. I was like, oh shit. But when I initially read it, I was like, okay, fact is fact. She asked for it. You could do all the listening in the world at that point. And it sounds like that's what they were doing. They were listening and then they got asked. So you got to say what they asked for. But I'm sure there's like a billion different other ways you could have worded this yeah, or like fucking delivered this fucking heartbreaking news, <laughs> not just fucking kind of like my doctor hit me. But I mean, I guess I was expecting that I was at a doctor's appointment, like Josh said, whenever you <laughs> hit me with that fucking you are morbidly obese. I was like, oh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, but you but, you don't have an emotional connection with your doctor. So you're just like, yeah, okay, exactly. this is I can process this as a third party person telling me something I need to hear. It's not as if like one of John and I said it to you, then it would be kind of like, oh, you're kind of an asshole for saying that. You know what I mean? Because we yeah, have that connection. And it's like a doctor's appointment. You know, I waited in the office. I waited for him to see me. I did all the tests. And then he yep. said I was like, I've, I've been fucking psyching my brain up 
as opposed to this is like, hey, give me your advice. And then five seconds later being hit with the <laughs> boom, you're fucking obese, baby. Stairs are Mount Everest to you. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Holy shit. Like, I that's really fucking, hate that last part. It's too quick. It's yeah. too quick. The Mount yeah. Everest thing is fucking. That's low blow for I me. I want to say. I, I think if I have to come to a decision, I'm going to say asshole, but I'm not like 100% sold either. Don't get me wrong. It's not like a hard line. You're an asshole. Like your yeah. intentions weren't to be an asshole, but it came across as asshole-ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think there's that difference where you're not you're not an evil person. You just kind of fucked up in this situation. It's okay. It happens. And just support them going forward. And as a 17-year-old who's probably insecure about her body, especially with parents that seem to be constantly on her about it, like that's yeah. That's a tough situation for someone that young to be dealing with body issues. And so going forward, just be there to support them. And if she is actually unhealthy, then she'll come to realize it on her own terms with love and support. Yeah, you you, you kind of like rapid fired the delivery. Yeah. Like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> like that, that, I do not think is the correct way to do that. No. Yeah, I'm still going with the not the asshole. So two thirds. Is that the first yep. time we've kind of like I think split? I think this is the first split. Uh, I don't think so. I think we've had splits before. We have? But it feels like the first time in a while. Yeah, yeah. first time in a while. First hard, three. hard line split. That was hard. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty hard. To be fair, yeah. it hasn't been us three for a while. So. That's true. Hey, I'm here that's every cool. Wednesday, baby. <laughs> no, no, no. We, you're here for every Monday episode. Can't fault you for that. That's true. Yeah. All right. Next one. Am I the asshole for being brought in as a ringer? What's a ringer? Oh, a ringer. Okay. Y'all never watched that fucking... Movie from the early aughts, The Ringer. I think it was Johnny Knoxville. A Ringer is essentially like, did y'all ever see White Man Can't Jump? That's from the 90s. That's before Josh was born, so maybe that's that's true. (laughs) A Ringer is somebody that's like good at something, but you don't know they're good at something. So then they enter something, a competition, and it's like, oops, yeah, like a hustle. Okay. Ah. All right, so let's get straight into it. Okay, this is all rather a silly bet, but hear me out. My aunt has been dating Tim for a while now. And personally, I don't like him very much. He's one of those guys that if you've climbed a mountain, he's climbed. (laughs) Yeah, one of those uh, guys who's like, I did it better or I did it too. Yeah, exactly. Uncle Rico, huh? Oh, shit, Uncle Rico. Dude, the greatest (laughs) movie ever made, Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) If you've ever gone skydiving, he's done it, but naked. I don't see (laughs) what she sees in him, but I'm not the one who has to put up with him. So whatever. Is this what we'd classify as a pick me boy? We have pick me girls. Is this a pick me boy? Very. Honest, I'm not even sure what a pick me person is yet. It's someone who does stuff for attention. I think is what kind of boils it down to. Like I can cook, I can clean. Like I am yeah. like pick me, dude. Hell yeah! All right. Well, Tim is a big gun nut and likes to tout his prowess with firearms and what a quote excellent shot he is. I'm pretty into guns myself. My dad was prior service and he taught me how to shoot, and I'm prior service as well. But I don't compete or anything like that. I'm also no slouch either. But Tim does not know any of that. Tim and his buddies like to get together on the weekends and have a guy versus girl shooting target practice. While most of the women know the bare minimum, the guys have been dominating this activity and love to talk shit to the women. Oh, that's Mm. shitty. Yeah. Well, this last weekend, my aunt invites me along with her idea to even the odds. They decided they wanted to do a move-and-shoot competition with the pistols, which, of course, none of the women wanted to do. But I said, sure, I'll give it a try. My aunt suggests that it should just be Tim and myself. That way, it's a fair one-on-one. Ooh. He agrees and immediately starts talking shit. 
So I say, <laughs> well, how about we make this interesting and bet some money on it? He says, of course. And then we shake on a hundred dollar bet, i.e. the person who hits closest to the bullseye will get the hundred dollars. And shortly after that, all of the other men began to have a mob mentality and start placing bets with their significant other. He went first and his grouping was terrible all over the place and not even in the kill zone. I go <laughs> second and all my shots are in the kill zone except for two out of my 12 round magazine. We walk up, check my target, and he immediately starts calling foul saying how I got lucky and how it was. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's not how anything works. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh, the Raptors played last night. They got a lucky free throw or they got a lucky three-pointer. Still counts, idiot. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, a win is a win, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually Tim gets so upset that my aunt just spills the beans saying, no, my niece is prior service and luck had nothing to do with it. She's just better. Tim gets even more upset, storms off and refuses to pay up, which wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it is. And he was calling... Both me and my aunt assholes for tricking him. Oh now my. half of the group are bullying him, calling him a sore loser, while the <laughs> other half are mad at me for being a quote unquote ringer. So Reddit, are we the asshole here or what? Absolutely nah. not. <laughs> Tim Tim needed to get his ass handed to him. Sounds like he needs to get it handed to him a few more times. He didn't get the message of maybe don't be misogynistic and full of yourself. And uh, definitely he should pay the money too. That's really shitty. Instead of a little man syndrome, this guy has a little gun syndrome, okay? Because he's just, <laughs> my goodness. She, she also wrote edit. I know that adding the bet part was me being slightly assholish, but it was too good. You know no. what? Even at that point, it's like he's talking shit and you just say like, hey, let's put money on this. That's on him to be comfortable putting that money out there. And knowing that even if she gets lucky, if she doesn't have training and he still loses, then, you know, you still have to pay. That's still a bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I'm actually so. surprised that he didn't when she said like, oh, I was prior service. He didn't say like, oh, not only was I prior service, I was secret service. <laughs> Oh. I thought he was going to try to one-up her too, but hey. What rank are you, Gunny? <laughs> you were an E4? Well, I was E13. It's not even a rank. Jesus. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> I sunk a real battleship. <laughs> this sounds like some shit he would say, though. I'm not Probably. used to these little guns. Yeah, he sounds like such an asshole and you're definitely Very. not the asshole for this good on you for showing him up fuck that guy for for being so cocky and just shitty and then fucking shitty. butthurt when losing how yeah. fucking embarrassing take the l dude yeah. you win literally every weekend yeah and, and you, you talk, talk shit. shit like take the l for once in your fucking life dude even if she then started talking shit and never told him that she was in previous services like her service uh, like i'd still be like you're not the asshole he started it you know it's just you rip each other you know you're like oh you suck like it, it's just classic competitive nature no one no to get butthurt over any of it if you can <laughs> yeah, talk exactly. that shit you better be able to take that hit too like i'm just saying exactly all right so i think we're all in agreement here not the asshole not that 100 percent. all right wikimaniacs with that said i think we're gonna cut to a sponsor and then uh we'll be back with the wikipedia section wikimaniacs it's gonna be may and you know what that means warmer sunnier 
days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready-to-eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. The kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. And we're back with the fucking Wikimania. Wikimania, whoa. Wikimania. Whenever we have a convention, it's going to be called Wikimania. It's going to nice. be live. We might get sued. <laughs> <laughs> By like three different companies. <laughs> and that's why you need to pay for the $25 Patreon so we can battle, pay, battle pay these the corporations. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Before I jump into what happened on this day in history, can you guys give me a guess on what today's topic could be about? Ooh. I'm going to go with a medical ringer. Ooh, okay. I don't know. I'm going to go with maybe people who think they're more qualified than they actually are. Interesting. It's not Final a specific answers. word, but... <laughs> I was trying to go with the words yeah, that you There was by. a word in both of those okay. that, uh, that I searched particularly that is related to my topic. Well, I did not get it, so that that's yeah. my guess. Probably yeah, far off. I probably but. didn't get it either. <laughs> that's fine. All right. So on this day in wiki history, on May 16th, 1975, Junko Tabe was the first woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Totally off. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is the story of uh, Junko Tabe and her journey to the summit of Mount Everest. Did you say summit in... Yeah, you did, no, I, I said guess. Ma- yeah, cause... I said, Mount- oh, I said yeah, Everest yeah, yeah. in both. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, like, right, you're right. I climbed Everest, he climbed Everest kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, I like that. I little shit you did. Good job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so Junko Tabe was a famous, not at the time, but she was a huge mountain climber and adventurer. And at the time, people didn't really like her or didn't want to let her climb with them. Because they said, as a woman, you should be at home um, raising kids and being worried about that. You shouldn't have time to adventure. You shouldn't have time to try and do these extracurriculars like climbing mountains. And uh, she got so fed up with that that she eventually made her own climbing club specifically for women only called the Joshi Tohan Club, which was also became known as the Japanese Women's Everest Expedition. I bet those same guys who were like telling her she should never climb, as soon as she made the club, he's like, oh, you're excluding us because we're men. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
how dare you make your own club with women only? <laughs> that's fucking sexist. Yeah, that's sexist. Definitely, I, we weren't sexist for saying you should stay at home and raise kids. <laughs> we weren't I, sexist when we said, you can't adventure, you're a woman. I could already hear the Tucker Carlson segment. <laughs> oh my God. Well, they applied to Clown Everest in 1971, but they had to wait four years to receive a place in the formal climbing schedule. So it took four years, and in that time, they uh, told them essentially, in order to climb, each group member will have to pay 1.5 million yen, which at that time was $5,000. So it's like Canadian money. It's not real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's like $2 American. (laughs) To Bay, in order to raise money for herself and her group, did various odd jobs in order to fundraise for the Joshi Tohan Club. So she taught piano lessons. In order to save money and help out the group, she also made some of their equipment from scratch, including creating waterproof gloves out of the cover of her car and sewing trousers from old curtains she found. So after this long period and this four years of fundraising and training, the team finally made it to their expedition in May 1975. This group of all women attracted a lot of media attention with their plans, and the 15 women were initially accompanied by journalists and a television camera crew as they began their climb. Though, they used the same route to ascend the mountain that Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay had taken back in 1953, and they also had six Sherpa guides assist them for the full span of the expedition. On May 4th, the team was camping at 6,300 meters for our Americans, a.k.a. me and John. That's (laughs) 20,700 feet. Oh! When an avalanche struck their camp. Jesus. Tabay and four of her fellow climbers were buried under the snow. Yo. Many of them lost consciousness and were just gone and lost until their Sherpa guides were able to dig them out. Everybody was bruised and injured, but there were no casualties, luckily. After the incident, Tabay could barely walk and was forced to spend two days at that altitude recovering. As soon as she was able to walk, though, she resumed the expedition and continued leading her team up the mountain. Although the team had originally planned to send two women to the summit, accompanied by a Sherpa, a bout of altitude sickness meant that the team's Sherpas could not carry the amount of oxygen bottles required to accommodate for two climbers. Only one woman could continue. With much discussion, Hisano, which is another founder of the group, nominated Tabei to climb to the summit. Nearing the peak, Tabei was furious to discover that she would have to cross a thin and hazardous ridge of ice that had gone completely unmentioned in the accounts made by previous expeditions. She crawled along it sideways, later describing it as the most tense experience she has ever had. Twelve days after the avalanche that struck and injured Tabei and her team, on May 16, 1975, along with her Sherpa guide, Tabei became the first woman to ever reach the summit of Mount Everest. Tabei was showered with attention as a result of her achievement, and in Kathmandu, a parade was held in her honor. On her return to Japan, she was received at the Tokyo airport by thousands of cheering supporters, and she received messages from the King of Nepal and the Japanese government, and a television miniseries was made about the Everest expedition, and Tabei made many personal appearances across Japan. However, with this fame, Tabei found herself to be very uncomfortable and she later told the media that she preferred to be remembered as the 36th person to summit Mount Everest. I did not intend to be the first woman on Everest, is a famous quote from her. 
And uh, that is the story of Junko Tabe, the first woman or the 36th person to ever reach the summit of Everest. Wow. Hum- That's humble, awesome. super humble, despite having such a freaking massive accomplishment. They just did. Jesus Christ. That's badass. I bet a, a lot of the, the guys who tormented her and told her she should stay at home stay or whatever. Kitchen, yeah. They pro- if they got hit by an avalanche, you better believe they're probably on the first trip back down. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. At 20,000 feet under so, snow. That's crazy. So good for her for uh, withstanding that and, and getting to the top. Sounds like a badass. Very. Yeah. And she just recently passed, well, I mean, sort of recently in the last 10 years, she passed away in 2016. And up until her death, I was reading comments about how she was giving seminars. And they said her later end in life, her last like uh, focus in life was focusing on environmentalism and like making sure that they preserve Everest and other environments. And, you know, don't overcrowd it with people trying to climb it and accomplish that. Like we need to do more. That's awesome. Because that is an issue. There's like tons of garbage and dead bodies all over our Everest, which is like horrible. I found that out. There's, I don't know about hundreds, but there's plenty of dead bodies that they leave on the trail of Everest. Let's say hundreds. Yeah, I would say, I wanted to say hundreds, but I didn't know if that was dumb. You know how I am with numbers. Make it sound salacious, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I think it is a lot. It is a lot of dead bodies because, you know, you just die and some people aren't going to rescue, like risk their life to rescue you or even know where you are. So Yeah, Yeah. they probably can't see you. Damn, they must be preserved the shit then. Yeah. It's so cool out there. Trigger warning. uh, When I was looking for Reddit posts about Everest, that's when I found out about the dead body thing. Then I found out another thing on the subreddit Ask Reddit. And I was like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> Essentially, somebody said what John said. Oh, man, the bodies must be so preserved. And then they asked, I know this is morbid, but are the bodies preserved enough to where if you were stuck on Everest and you had to, that you could eat one of the dead bodies? And I was like, awesome. nope, I fucking got out there and I just went awesome. on Am I the Asshole? I think that's a Family Guy episode where they do that. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. It would be a Family Guy so. fucking episode. Yeah. Undefeated. No, that's an awesome, awesome story. Good, good pick, Sean. I like that one. Thanks. It, it helps when there's interesting stuff that happened on this day. We'll see when we reach a super boring day where nothing happened, but it's probably gonna I be mean, I feel like then. rare. And even then you could just do a day within that week. If you- yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Just shoot yeah. Smart. somewhere around there. But yeah, that's the episode for this week. Wikimaniacs. I hope you guys like the new format for the Monday episodes. It's fun to do more Reddit shit. So we're all about that as well. So, yeah. uh, double assholes this week. Yeah, double assholes, guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just let us know if you like the format. And uh, if you really want to make sure we hear, go ahead and subscribe to our $25 tier on Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network. It's even on the fucking board. Also, if you're on YouTube, we really beg you to go to any video that I'm not a part of and say how <laughs> cool I am and, and that you love me. <laughs> For $25, Sean will do a TED Talk about how fucking wholesome he is. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I appreciate the love. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys not even next week. We're going to see you on Friday. On Friday, baby. Thank you guys for listening. We're giving you all the dosage twice a week. We love you guys. Goodbye. Bye.
Sean, Sean, I'm hungry and Jine isn't home to make us a delicious meal like he usually does. What are we going to do? Don't worry. We can just hit up factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50% off our first month plus 20% off our next month as well. Wow. I think I've heard of Factor before. Isn't that the place to get delicious meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready in under two minutes? That's right. My mouth is watering as we speak. How can I get this deal again? You can head straight over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 